today's episode is a little weird. Uh, it'll be a special episode. We are having a snow day in Maryland, which is why Brad and I are not together recording this. <laughs> We're recording it over Skype. <laughs> yeah. So we just felt compelled to do a little special episode because of a very special little book that was released on March 18th. Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. So this is a very special episode. I'm recording in the closet today and Brad is in the basement as usual, but we also have special guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves? I'm here. I'm Sean. And I'm Eddie. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! So you all know that Sean is our producer and Eddie is our gardener. Mm. <laughs> he keeps the plants fresh. And th- this isn't the first time that they've been on the show, but this is the first time that Eddie, I know Sean's been on the show before with Ready Player One, but Eddie has never provided feedback about an audiobook before. And this is the first time he's doing so. Yeah. Welcome, Eddie. Thank you for having me. (laughs) He's very nervous. (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. Do you want to read the stats or do you want the boys to read the stats? Yeah, let's get the boys to read the stats. Okay, who wants to do them? All right, go ahead, Eddie. We'll make Eddie do it. (laughs) Okay. So the title was Last Week Tonight with John Oliver Presents a Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo. The author was Marlon Bundo and Jill Twiss. (laughs) Narrator, Jim Parsons, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Jeff Garland, Ellie Kemper, John Lithgow, Jack McBrayer, and RuPaul. RuPaul! (laughs) Queen RuPaul. Queen. (laughs) RuPaul Charles. (laughs) Publisher was Partially Important Productions. Audiobook release date, March 18th, 2018. Duration, seven minutes. Genre, children's. LGBT, comedy, political. Nice. Good job, Eddie. Yay! (laughs) The brief synopsis that was taken from Amazon for a brief book. Meet Marlon Bundo, a lonely bunny who lives with his grandpa, the vice president of the United States. But on this very special day, Marlon's life is about to change forever. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) So... The book itself is a response to a book that Vice President Mike Pence is releasing for his bunny. Yes. Describing a day in the life of the vice president. Yeah, which has to be very boring. Mm -hmm. And John Oliver decided that he doesn't really like Mike Pence. He doesn't (laughs) like what Mike Pence stands for. And particularly because on his book tour, Mike Pence is presenting his children's book to a group known as Focus on the Family, who he's not particularly fond of. He decided, why not write our own children's book that will explore these topics in a way that children should actually pay attention to? Yes. You took your brief summary and you made it big. <laughs> it, it was too brief, I found. Yes, yes, The yes. context is important because I think the context is how important this book would be for yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. So what did you guys think of it? So I just want to get it out there about the narrators because there are so many cool actors and just celebrities in this audiobook. I mean, we have Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory. 
We have Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family, Ellie Kemper from um, Breakable Kimmy Schmidt, and then John Lithgow. And we know how much I love John Lithgow. Third Rock from the Sun. And RuPaul. And we know how much I love RuPaul. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <they're... laughs> so RuPaul, we're obsessed. And then Jack McBrayer, that's the one from 30 Rock, correct? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And then I don't know Jeff Garland, but I remember, like, I knew his voice when I heard it. He's from the Goldbergs. Yeah, Goldbergs most recently. The Goldbergs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the big loud one. Okay. He's a guy that you see (laughs) pop in stuff every now and then. Okay. Great cast, though. Phenomenal. For a seven-minute book, like, yes. they really need to whip this up. My, and my, I, I'm curious, did all of them get together and say, wahoo, when they cheered in the background? I hope so. I hope so, too. Just like, headcanon? That, that's my headcanon. Headcanon, they all got in a room together, and they just read their line. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, really enjoyed the narration from it. and. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really awesome to hear, especially I know two actors are very prominent in the LGBT community, Jim Parsons and Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and they do a lot for the community. And it's just awesome to hear that. And then, of course, there's RuPaul. Eddie's over here yeah. saying, don't forget about RuPaul. And I'm not, there are three. I, I can't forget about RuPaul. You better RuPaulogize. Just because he's last. <laughs> I, I better RuPaulogize. <laughs> it's not too late to RuPaulogize. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, I really liked it. Even though it was just seven minutes, I really wanted more from this little children's bunny book. I'm not really sure what more I could have had. Maybe we went on their bunny moon with them. Anything is possible. Oh, the bunny moon. (laughs) I would love a sequel. Yes, I would live for a sequel. All the same cast plus extras. Mm hmm. There were two questions Eddie asked. Can you do you want to tell them the questions that you asked when we finished the book? So why were the cats lesbians? Because they're cats. They're puppies. <laughs> because they're, talk- they're talking about yeah. Am I allowed they're to talk about puppies? Okay, so I can say that. Yes. Yeah, they're I was like, cats. why the cats gotta be looking puppies? <laughs> yes. Well it's it's just it's funny. It's a play on words. Yeah. Double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> and then his other question was Bunny Moon. <laughs> what was your question about Bunny Moon? <laughs> just can't you, can't you think of like a different way to say that? No, it's about bunnies. A happy moon. It was so adorable. It made me want to vomit. <laughs> a happy moon, maybe. It was a bunny moon. No. I mean, it was. I it was, it was just cute. the right amount of cheese. Yeah. The, the the most of the book had no good puns in it, other than of course Marlon Bundo's name. But yeah. I was waiting for some good puns, so I felt like that was the right spice on top of this, on top of this meatball. Now I want yes. meatballs. And there were some comedic. There were some comedic moments when he was jumping over the carrots that weren't yet lunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or when he said, my name is Wesley. My friends call me Wesley. I know. <laughs> said Wesley. I was like, so sassy. <laughs> it is definitely a kid's book. And it's one that you could give to a kid and not feel like you're giving them this weird political <laughs> yeah. propaganda. Like something that's kind of edgy, even though. It kind of is. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that's a theme that might be missing from the other book that's going to come out. But Exactly. Yeah. Which I think it's out, right? Yeah, it should have came Did out Monday. Out so Monday? Yeah, because John Oliver's show was on Sunday. He said they're releasing it that day. And did you know that there are 92 reviews on Mike Pence's book and almost 4,000 when I looked on John Oliver's and... The John Oliver one has five stars 
And the Mike Pence one had like four and a half, maybe four stars. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Blowing it out of the water. <laughs> John Oliver said, he said, I just want this book to do better because I think it'd be hilarious to piss off Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so they registered <laughs> betterbundobook.com because you can either have the normal bundo book or the better one. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the fact that all the proceeds from this book goes to Trevor Project and AIDS United. Yeah. That's a very important part about this because, I mean, what is Vice President Pence's book going to? Do we know? Is Probably that- going to, um, what are those camps called? Where yeah. they try to teach you to not be gay because, you know, oh, con- that's a teachable. Conversion camps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's a, that's a thing that. You know, is just normal everyday stuff, apparently, to Mike Pence. Mm. But it's important to note that usually mm-hmm. Audio Shelf is not very political with their things. But this was such a cool audiobook. And I mean, it's the one politics thing that we both want to get talking about. So why the hell not? <laughs> exactly. And it's the perfect time. And we, we kind of owe our thanks to Sean because Sean is the one that found it for us. And then he like sent out the link and I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. We should do this. And then Eddie came home one day. Actually, it was yesterday. And you were like, have you heard of Marlon Bundo's book? And I'm like, oh, no, we've got to do an episode on this soon. I thought it was a freaking joke. I was like, is this for real? Is that what the vice president is spending his time on is writing a book from the eyes of his bunny? Huh? I mean, what does a vice president really do? He's basically the first lady. Yeah. Oh, but but worse. <laughs> oh, he, he just can't have lunch with himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he doesn't have lunch with women by themselves. Oh, yeah, because he's not allowed right? to. He's not allowed to be in a room by themselves. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that joke was. I was just going along with it and laughing. I didn't even understand it. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I'm like the least political person ever. <laughs> Same. I don't know what's going on or what's up, but. I don't know. Seemed like a good idea. We have our opinions. (laughs) (laughs) And you should care about them. Yes. (laughs) I feel like the thing I really liked about this book was that it was pretty apolitical in the book, the the structure of it. There was nothing really political in it except calling the people in the office boring. But otherwise, the book itself, again, really great book. And maybe Mike Pence's book is also just as apolitical. I don't I have no idea. I'm not going to read it. No, we're not going to buy it. We're not going to touch it. Maybe we'll, (laughs) you know, download it somehow. But I just return it. Yeah, (laughs) I just really enjoyed how John Oliver was taking that and turning into something where he could promote a good cause for something that's legit. Yeah. Can we download it illegally and then turn ourselves in for it? We probably uh, right? won't get nothing. No, no time. they'll be like, oh, no, it's OK. <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your sentence will be conversion therapy. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that to me, please. <laughs> Another important aspect to the book was the idea of voting and how that's important. Mm-hmm. And I noticed this on this season of RuPaul's Drag Race, where they brought in Nancy Pelosi and they were like, you got to vote. You got to spread the word. And I love how that was also kind of taken advantage of in this audiobook as well to, to prove that point of we have a right and we have a say of what happens in our country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to a certain point, it was halfway into the book. They were like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. And like, they reminded themselves that they could still vote. 
yeah. to make change. Yeah. And it's a good thing to remind kids about it, too, growing up. Like, you should be looking forward to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you turn 18, you have the right to make decisions. It might not it might not win in the end, but you have the right to make the decision for yourself. Yeah. Or even before they're 18, just things that they encounter in their day to day life. If they don't like something, they can speak out against something where they say, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right. They can say it. They can feel free to express their opinion, not just say, oh, I I'm the wrong opinion because everyone before me said it's this way. Yeah. Or everyone around me thinks the this certain way, because, I mean, the thing with Marlon Bundo is that he's surrounded by boring people that are against what he felt it was only by like branching out and surrounding himself by like some other different people that each have their own differences i mean the one person didn't like to eat sandwiches with crust or something or was it backwards Mm -hmm. they ate the crust first yeah they ate the crust (laughs) first which is so weird but it's definitely the right way to do it yeah That's how I eat my Pop-Tarts. Right? Yeah. I don't even eat the crust (laughs) on the Pop-Tarts. I throw that stuff away. But it was just nice for sexuality to be compared with stuff that is just everyday things. Just Because it's not a big deal. It's just stupid that it's still a thing. Definitely. Yeah, it was almost sillier having the stink bug complain about it. And they were like, well, that's that's a pointless opinion. Luckily, more of us agree that it's a pointless opinion and we should just let people be. Mm-hmm. And so they got together and said, we'll, we'll express our opinion that you're saying stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so you shouldn't be allowed to continue doing that. Yeah. Plus, stink bugs are gross. They are gross. They're the stinkiest. Did you guys get a good picture of the children's novel? Yeah, I would say so. They have like a little animation that they showed a little bit of on the John Oliver episode from the 18th. And it was really um, well done. It was really cute and pretty and it made me want to see a full thing oh yeah oh yeah i would i would love a full animation of this yeah and i think they have one but i'm not sure they have like the two bunnies at the end getting married yeah i'm not sure if that was something they just did for the show to tease it or if they actually do have a full animation or making a full animation but i would love that that would be the cutest thing because just the animation was adorable especially for kids like who don't read yet like they're still too mm-hmm. young. It's like kind of a thing of it's never too young to get this in front of them. Mm-hmm. It it had a lot of the typical staples of children's books: repetition, short words, a lot, a lot of repetition, so they can see the words over and over again. So obviously, an adult reading it isn't going to get a ton of personal satisfaction out of it beyond just the message. It was good though. It was really it was surprisingly well written for being basically a comedy show. Yeah. What did you guys think? Well, even though it was a children's book, and like you said, Sean, that there were a lot of repeated words, I didn't want it to stop. I wanted it to keep going. I liked the characters, and especially in the audio Mm -hmm. version with all of the celebrities. Uh, It was nice to hear the message. Mm -hmm. And I want this book in hardback, paperback, animation, audiobook, ebook, and even a board book. What's a board book? What about a pop-up book? <gasps> a pop-up a book. Pop-up book. Oh. Yes. Trademark, copyright, audio shelf, 2018. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, A board book is like a tiny hardback book that every page is board. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. So the little kids can like grab onto each page. Because their hands don't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their thumbs are, 
are weird. Their thumbs are still developing or yep. something, right? Mm-hmm. That's how kids work. Yeah, I think that's how they work. They start to grow them, I think. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> Little gremlins. <laughs> Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> Anyway, so Jim Parsons did the majority of talking in the book for most of the seven minutes. Most of these actors had some of them had some moderate lines. Some of them only literally spoke for like 15 seconds. Yeah, if you blink, you miss RuPaul. Yeah, I know. But Jim Parsons was in it. What does everyone think about his delivery for the seven minutes? I enjoyed it. I mean, I heard I felt like I heard Sheldon's playing such a big, important role in TV it's like, oh, that that's Sheldon right there. I, I'm not going to say that his his voice is my favorite voice of all time. He has a slight lisp, when, especially when he when he mm-hmm. says S's, I think. I think that's the, the, the letter that he has a lisp on. But overall, I think he, I just think he's adorable. And I love me some Jim Parsons. And I really enjoyed listening to him carry it. I didn't expect him to be with Jesse Tyler Ferguson's voice. Like the two voices for me didn't really match up but i also i love both of them equally so i'm like i can't choose if i would prefer two different people because i love them as actors equally yeah they have very similar voices together so when they were like doing the harmonious parts it was kind of like oh why is the same person in echo but then you know you got to it i like jesse tyler ferguson's voice a lot more as wesley than i did marlin's Mm-hmm. I liked Jim's voice, but I think I preferred Jesse's. Yeah. And when they were doing that together, their their part together, someone started first. There was a, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. it was Jim. But I mean, they were probably recording in two different areas or two different locations. So they probably did their best to match them up. But I did notice, if you want to get technical, that someone did start off first. But then they ended up being very... Mm-hmm meshed together, which I liked. Yeah. And maybe that was the intent of having them one start before the other, because that's kind of how real life is. And even though it's a book about a bunny who can talk, Hmm. maybe they still wanted realism. Someone's got to make the first move. Yeah, that's right. Might (laughs) as well be Marvel. So so are we going to shelf this book or are we going to shove it, guys? I mean, obviously, it's gonna be a shelf I mean, <laughs> no it's gonna be a shelf Duh. yeah i mean we literally have a rainbow flag right behind us so yeah we're shelfing this yeah. yeah exactly love the message the book is great love the actors love me some uh some of last week tonight like just all of it i think was great and it goes to a great cause so i recommend everybody who can who's interested go buy this book it's going to a great cause and it's just hilarious seeing those numbers skyrocket. So it's a bestseller yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, both things ended up being a bestseller, which, okay, I can't hate on another person's bunny book very much, but it is, ugh, makes me want to vom. But they both ended up being bestsellers, but one ended up with 4,000 rating. So I think that speaks for itself in the long run yeah. of which one is better. Yeah, only. And I would shelf the book. Not only is it relevant to my job as a gardener, but. I really like the message. Okay. And if you guys want to read more about the book, you can go to betterbundobook.com. Well, this concludes our episode of Meet Marlon Bundo. Yeah, we're not going to read that long title again. Is that what the book's called? No, it's not Meet Marlon Bundo, is it? Last week tonight with John Oliver presents A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo. There we go. (laughs) 
Meet Marlon I, Mundo. I, I, just... I was reading the summary part. <laughs> There's a sequel. He was reading the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be sure to follow along on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook at AudioShelf. I cannot believe that we have over 400 followers on Twitter and 300 on Facebook. That's still blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. And if you want to subscribe to us, you can find us on many, many, many things. Uh, Podbean, Podknife, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes Podcasts, uh, maybe Spotify at some point. Um, podcast Addicts. Podcast Addicts. Um, Google Music? And I don't know. I said oh, Google did you? Music, There's didn't so I? Many. Didn't I say Google There's Music? There's so many. <laughs> There's literally too many. All the things. <laughs> Open up your phone, find that thing that you listen to podcasts on, click it. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And if you want free books, because you can get this book for free, and the proceeds, well, the proceeds still go to Trevor Project and AIDS Foundation. Yeah, they should. If it's a credit, mm-hmm. then I, I would see, I don't see why not. You're probably. They had to pay the publisher, right? So, yeah. or just do the safe thing. Buy this book, get two other books that are probably a bit longer for free. <laughs> yes, good idea, good idea. Because why would you want to waste seven minutes on a credit? So just buy this book. You just buy it. We did. <laughs> we wasted seven. <laughs> but it went to a good cause still. Yes, it did. And we had real good intentions. <laughs> it was a rest job for us. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's a snow day. Let's what do can this. we do? <laughs> also, what are you guys doing for your snow day? Um, sitting in a closet talking about an audiobook. Oh, yeah. For children. Oh. Okay. What about you guys? We're drinking in our basement talking about audiobooks for children. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, what else did we do? We had yeah. breakfast. Best snow day ever. We had breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I fell on my ass. Oh my god, Eddie fell. <gasps> oh my god, I have to tell you this. And oh then my the god. Shovel hit me in the face. Oh my god. What? You were attacked by a shovel? Yeah, that sounds better. Let's go with that. So he was going to shovel our porch and I'm in, in my dining room area thing doing work for work and all of a sudden I hear (laughs) and I'm like what is that noise (laughs) and then I open the front door and he's laying on the ground with his leg bent backwards (laughs) how's that yoga going for you (laughs) and then the shovel's like on his like laying on his face and I'm like oh my god (laughs) and he's like go inside go inside and then later, a couple of hours later, he was like, I made the noise so you can come outside to, to make sure I wasn't going to die in the snow. And I was like, <laughs> what? But I came outside and then you hurried me back inside. So what? that was pointless. By the time I fell and then realized that I couldn't get up and I made the noise, then I realized I could get up and I was embarrassed. <laughs> so I said, go back inside. <laughs> and I came inside and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> is that a story that I can leave in the episode? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Gonna be the cold open. The cold oh. open in the snow. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Good idea. Oh, yeah. We watched this Nailed show it. on Netflix called Nailed It, mm. where it's a bunch of bakers who, no, they're not bakers. They they're have no people. business being bakers. They're normal people and they try to bake, but they're terrible at it. The first episode is hilarious. They take these really complex. Sylvia Weinstock. Sylvia Weinstock. She's a wedding cake designer for the stars. And she has these 
glorious cakes and they show one of them off and they say, okay, these three contestants who have almost no real understanding of baking, make this. And they give them two hours to make a cake from scratch. It looks awful in the end. It's hilarious because they try their best and they assign a winner the best they can to looks and taste, but they don't look and taste anything like they're supposed to. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's really funny. It's on Netflix, so I recommend it. So it's like chopped with an assignment. To like recreate these things. Hmm. hmm. It's good. Gotta yeah. check that out. Yes. Queen. We might watch Grace and Frankie Sorry. later. Yes. <gasps> and by might, Brad means that we're gonna. Mm? Oh, that's coming from Eddie. That's a staple of approval. Yes. We got all caught up on Good Girls last night. That's a good TV good show. Good Girls. It's a new show. Watch it. It's amazing. It has Retta in it from Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. It's, and it also has uh, Christina Hendricks in it, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so good. Probably my favorite uh, show this season. Like, it's like, a, yes. it's so dramatic, but funny. And it's like dark and creepy. And Like, uh, every episode was like a finale. Yeah. There was just like a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Is it done well? Like, yes. Is it? Oh, yeah. And they actually, it was funny. I don't know if you noticed it, Eddie, but they link it to Superstore, the other NBC, the NBC comedy. How? They go shopping in a Cloud Nine store. <laughs> <gasps> so I was like, oh, oh, my God. I love NBC. <laughs> That's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been, I didn't realize that it was out. Yeah, it's four episodes in. Ooh. <laughs> have to watch That's that. an evening. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, this is going to be the part where we say goodbye. So long. Yeah, to you, we sign off. My friends. Oh. Goodbye. As for now. Until we meet again. again. So long. <laughs> Do you remember that song? So long. Farewell. It's from to Sound you, of Music. My friend. No, Goodbye. Oh. That is not Sound of Music. Not, that is not Sound of the Music. No, I'm singing Out of Box. I think we need to put you back in the box. Uh, the, box. the box. Let's sing the Cardi uh, B cover of Sound of Music, right? <laughs> um, well, that's not where I thought you were going with that song. But yeah, we got two So Longs songs out of that. Yeah. Let's go write children books. <laughs> let's go. Let's go plagiarize other <laughs> books and just <laughs> remake them. <laughs> okay. Do we do a four way um, bye? Yeah, I think so. We can harmonize. One, two, five. I can sync it up. I, I can't make <laughs> Okay, Brad, Brad can't count. He's not allowed to write children's books. <laughs> well, he can count right, to two. <laughs> yes. One, two, three. Bye. 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 Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. He messed it up. You got to extend it. <laughs> it has to be very extended like Alaska. You, you count. You count. Okay. One. Two, three. Bye. Bye. Oh. I can sync it up later. <laughs> oh. Bye. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's try she it one more time. It. Let's try it one more time. Okay. Third time's the charm, ladies. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. You start. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is so weird. Okay. I know. It's definitely got to get used to it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, I, uh, <laughs> audio shelf. Good job. <laughs> now you got to do the rest oh, of okay. it. <laughs> I didn't know. The last time that we did this, Sean and I went back and forth. Okay. You don't remember the two questions? No. You said. <laughs> he <laughs> does, old. but he doesn't want to ask him. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote no. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, what were you? And another uh, important aspect. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just Go going to say, so what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a bug on your table. Sorry, there's oh, a dead. A bug? There is a dead spider cricket on the recording table. And that is an opinion um, I cannot get behind. <laughs> you better <laughs> clean that out. recording table up. We're in a creepy basement. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the mm. closet. So yeah, Marlo, Marlon. Yeah, it's Marlon. I just watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I have Marlo on the brain. And if you guys want to check more about the book, you can you can go to betterbundobook.com. Should I do that again? So if you guys want to know more about the book, you can go to its website at betterbundobook.com. You tripped a little bit. You tripped. A little I bit. tripped up a little bit. Yeah. God damn it! I'll do it again. Okay. Yay! Brad, your face, your face was like, <laughs> "Bitch, you stole my spotlight." Uh, we suck at describing this yeah. show. Hey, well, we got all caught up on girls' trip. Girl, bleh. good girls. rewind. <laughs>